Welcome in the somewhat mobile. When we drop data, it's not anecdotal. Talking the latest mobile trends with highlighting the surges and descends. Yeah, this is an original series from Aptopia. The intelligence provider here to help focus you. I'm growing your mobile app and putting you on the map. So when people pull out their phone, it's the first thing they want to tell. So crack yourself a beer and give a listen here because the best podcast and mobile just landed in your ear. Welcome into Somewhat Mobile, the show mobile app teams listen to when they need to hear someone else's voice besides their managers. Today, joining me is Vibal Goville, Vice President of Product Management at Sam's Club. Vibal, do you feel like everything in your life has been leading you here to this moment with me right now? <laughs> yes, I've gone through multiple, you know, midlife crisis, etc. And finally, I landed here. <laughs> And now we're here. This is it. This is what everyone dreams of being on on the Somewhat Mobile podcast that you may or may not have heard of a week ago. We don't know. All right. So I like to start with the basics. Who are you? For those who don't know, I imagine a lot of people do. What is Sam's Club? How did you get to Sam's Club? And what do you do there today? Yeah. So as you introduced myself, I'm the VP of uh, product management for Omnicommerce membership and marketing. So anything that you see on our website and app, uh, it's all uh, my team uh, that works on it. And then, you know, on membership and marketing side, any kinds of promotions, emails, direct mails in the club, uh, you know, acquiring customers, helping customers online and offline, both. Uh, that's all my team. How did I end up here? So it's a funny story. Like uh, I was at eBay and then I got this opportunity at Sam's Club. I joined in 2016. And then after one and a half years, Uber came knocking along, you know, we're going IPO pretty soon, and this is a great opportunity. And at that point of time, I had worked in retail industry for close to 17 or so years. So I was like, okay, I'm bored with retail. This company is knocking on my door. Let's see if they have something. So I interviewed with them, and the offer was so-so, so I, I rejected it. Then they upped the offer, and then I still rejected it. <laughs> and then they gave me something that I could not refuse. <laughs> So then I thought, you know what, let's try it. And I kept in touch with my manager at Sam's Club. And I used to have, you know, quarterly lunches, et cetera. And as soon as I joined Uber, all the hell broke loose, like all the scandals came out. Mm, yeah. So, but it was great learning. I mean, they, they have amazing product managers there, amazing engineers. Uh, the technology is like out of this world. So they taught me a lot. And then roughly one and a half years after joining Uber, I was having lunch with my then manager and she said, have you satisfied your uh, midlife crisis? I said, yes. <laughs> you want to come back? I said, yes. So then I came back again. And since then, I've been in this world. Um, she gave me mobile app to manage. And then I grew from being a director of mobile app all the way to vice president of all of uh, Omnicommerce membership and marketing. Awesome. And that's what I want to talk about. So this, I, I have kind of a big question here, a few parts. Looking at the timelines of features and functionality that have been added to the Sam's Club app, it appears you invested more into mobile and at an earlier point than your competitors. And so I want to know, what was the impetus for that? What led you guys to do that? How did you know to do that? And what is the role that the mobile app plays in aiding sales, the shopping experience, customer loyalty? So kind of a, a big two-part question there. Absolutely. So we used to have two apps. When I joined, when I took over mobile app in 2018, uh, we used to have a scan and go app, which allows a customer to go inside a, we call our stores as clubs. So you go inside the okay. club, you scan items, um, you put them in your cart, then you just walk out. And then we had an e-commerce app, 
Which is standard bread and butter e-commerce uh, apps. Yeah, there. a lot of companies. I know Target had like split their apps and then and Walmart, and then they ended up combining them as well. So that's exactly what we did. So in June of 2019, we merged both of those apps. And since then, we've been on an explosive growth trajectory. And I'll explain how that happened. So once those two app merged, first of all, we got millions of new users that were not using e-commerce just because of the merge. So all the people, millions of users who were on Scan and Go, they started seeing, oh, what's this new tab? Let me explore that. Oh, right. what's this homepage? What is this item? Our items and our prices are great. So people started finding those things. What, was the Scan and Go app more popular than the actual Sam's Club app? I would say the number of users were the same, but the if you were to draw a Venn diagram, there was a very small overlap between those okay. two customer bases. Okay. So both benefited. We saw, like I actually uh, worked with the analytics team to calculate uh, what is the incremental impact of all these customers moving to e-commerce? And some of the e-commerce customers moved to scan and go. So it helped the entire ecosystem. And we saw that the LTV of each customer increased. So if they were shopping X dollars in the past, it like almost doubled uh, over time. So that was the investment. As you have like must have read the recent articles, you know, there's a bunch of theft, et cetera, that can go on with scan and go type uh, app. But the leadership kept faith in this app. They felt like this is something unique to Sam's Club and we should continue, even though it is significant engineering investment and also keeping our, you know. I, I think you made the right uh, choice. I, I have access to like um, user review analysis over here at Aptopia. And, you know, I've looked at Costco. I've looked at your other competitors and scan and go. And, and actually the key term Sam's Club is a top keyword um, in their reviews. They They know that these features exist and they want them in the store that they're shopping at. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I read customer feedback on a regular basis. There's in the feedback uh, dashboard that we have, there's a competitor mention section where <laughs> our customers mention competitors. The number one thing in there is I am with Sam's Club. I love uh, uh, Scan and Go. This is the best thing since sliced bread. We also did a um, an analysis recently to associate how much Sam, uh, Scan and Go drives the incremental uh, renewal at Sam's Club. And it is a pretty significant number. Okay. So yeah, so coming back to your original question, which is leadership kept faith in this product. And over time, this kept growing. And uh, since the time I have taken over mobile app, it has grown 10 times on the e-commerce side. And if I look at which cohort of the customers have contributed significantly to the e-commerce growth, it is the scan and go cohort that is shopping a lot. Like if you look at what is the biggest barrier to a uh, becoming a uh, or shopping at Sam's Club, it is the membership fees. You know, you pay yep. uh, $45 or $100 fees. And um, these Scan and Go customers, these are existing members in the club. So as soon as you acquire them, the in club customer base, which is huge, millions and millions of customers, they eventually get onto the app, they see other parts of the e commerce, and then they start shopping. So it's a huge acquisition challenge for us. And do most of your customers, or specifically the mobile app customers, are are they going into the store as well, or are they just ordering online? I know. Well, I know a lot of them are using the scan and go functionality, obviously. But do you have even more users who never even go into the store and are just ordering uh, e-commerce? We have more customers that go in the store than they order on e-commerce. Okay. And majority of our customers live within ten mile radius of our clubs, so uh, it's a huge. Even the online customers shop inside the store. And do you find that the the app users are um, either like I'm curious what the difference is between someone who uses the app and someone who doesn't use the app in terms of either average basket size or 
retention rate or how, how often they shop there is is there a noticeable difference well there's a huge difference and i talked about ltv earlier if you just take so we have looked at multiple cohorts people who shop only inside the clubs and don't use any digital properties people who shop inside the club and use .com which is the e-commerce people who shop all channels .com plus scan and go plus yeah. club the ltv is 2x uh between people who don't versus people who do yeah and so and at what point for you know, for example, are you are you trying to get people? You you can you know put paid uh, keywords on the app store, and you know me, I um, there's actually not a Sam's Club around me that I know of, uh, and so like for me, I'm not a Sam's Club customer, but if I was going to search something on my mobile uh, app in the app store, maybe I come across Sam's Club. But are you even targeting people who aren't? with the app who aren't customers yet or does that not make sense for where they are in the journey and there's like a specific point in the customer journey which you're like okay let's push the mobile app to them so we we do have paid advertising that we do in google and other places it is targeted however like wherever there is sam's club we will target the ads in such a way that you know you are the right person who sees it it's expensive but we get a lot of seo traffic you know billions of dollars worth scan and go as i said earlier is the highest acquisition channel for us uh, for uh, digital properties. So yeah, the, the traffic com- comes in from all sources. The biggest value proposition for the e-commerce portion of Sam's Club is free shipping for Plus. So no matter where you're located inside the country, once you become a member, then you can have the item shipped to your home. Uh, and most items that are available inside the club are also available online. The thing to keep in mind is that there are two sets of customers that I have seen. There are these people who come to Sam's Club only for events. So when we have a huge deal on a TV, people will come in, shop that TV, and then never come back again. Okay. Versus there are people who live within the 10-mile radius of the club. They shop all of their groceries. So they have you know monthly, weekly grocery runs. So the ones who come just for a particular deal, they usually shop the mobile web, and they never download the app. Okay. Versus the people who are the grocery run folks, they eventually download the app and they shop. So this two slightly different sets of customer behavior that I observe. For sure. Almost everything I see nowadays across industries, by the way, like retail, travel, QSR, everyone is trying to understand how to, I guess, execute really well on loyalty and rewards. Like what are the rewards at what cadence? Um, How do we keep it fresh? How do we keep it new? What are some things that you've learned about loyalty and rewards programs that maybe some of our other brand listeners could take a thing from you? My team manages loyalty and rewards at Sam's Club as well. And, you know, first thing is loyalty is built into our model. If you were to analyze our balance sheet and PL statement, you will find that we don't make actually any money from selling items. We make money from selling membership. What that means is our merchants and our associates go out and find the best deal with suppliers. And if they, if that deal doesn't make sense for the customer, like our per unit prices are going to be one of the lowest in the industry. Uh, if you cannot find that item, we will not keep it on our shelf. Like that's our business model. So loyalty is built into it. Once you buy a membership, then it makes sense for you to shop more often. Mm-hmm. And the key equation that, uh, and the way we make money is through, you know, renewals. Uh, you know, if you, if you like Samsung, we will renew. And the equation there is if you save more than what you paid for your membership, then you will renew. So how do we get our customers to save more than how much they're spending on membership? And we have like five rough programs that help you do that. The first one is instant savings. So this is where you just get the discount right off the bat. You don't have any cash back or anything like that. This is the item that is the lowest price possible in the industry. 
Then we have plus rewards. So if you become a plus member, you get 2% cash back on every purchase. Almost all purchases, I should say. So what? So a plus member is, I'm a Sam's Club member. And then there's another, there's a layer deeper called plus member. That is correct. So okay. our base membership is called club members. Uh, that price is $50 and plus members are $110. Plus gets a lot of benefits. One of the benefits is 2% cash back on every purchase, early access to club. So you can go early in the early to the club in the morning and club members are not allowed to enter. And then uh, other discounts like delivery, curbside, et cetera, that they have access to. And how do you go about, how does that upsell look like for you guys? Or what does that upsell look like? First of all, we guarantee plus membership. If if someone buys a plus membership and they don't save that Delta, so $50 worth of club membership, but all the savings that you have used do not save more than $50, we'll give you your money back. That's our biggest pitch for plus. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is inside the club and members are being signed up at the desk, the associate explains the benefits uh, to the customer. And we want to bring the same experience online. So we, we are going to build an experience where when you join online, we will give you all the benefits that are possible for Plus. That's basically our sales pitch. Okay. And then there are other uh, reward programs. So we have Sam's Club credit card. You get 5331, so 5% on gas, 3% on dining, 3% on Sam's Club mm-hmm. purchases, and so on and so forth. It- is gas a big driver right now? I'm just I'm just imagining. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you get 5% cash back on gas. Like that is huge. I don't need to know so specifics, but is that something that you've kept up at the same rate and are maybe not feeling as much love from, not from the consumers, but from the market? Uh, I didn't understand the question. You mean like... Uh... Well, just because gas prices have been going up, is that does that affect the model there for you guys in terms of the bottom line? In fact... So I'm not able to get into the specifics of what our yeah, that's fine. balance that's sheet fine. looks like. but There's more personal curiosity. If fuel is helping our PNL statement. <laughs> and, and the one that I would like to plug is uh, there's a new program that we've just launched called uh, Bonus Offer Platform. These are card-linked offers. So as soon as you enroll your card into the Bonus Offer Program, if you shop at a restaurant or buy HBO Max online or Grubhub and all these other deals, uh, you will start to get cash back on those as well. So it's a new program that we've just launched. We've combined all of our currencies, different types of programs into one single currency now called Sam's Cash. So all programs, like whether it's Plus Rewards, whether it's credit card cashback, which is this bonus offer platform, everything combined, you get like dollars in your account. Can you, at checkout, if, if I'm not doing scan and go, uh, and I'm just checking out, can I do a mobile payment with the Sam's Club app? That is correct. So we have a singular wallet which stores all your Sam's cash and you can use that at POS, scan and go everywhere. All right. I was digging through uh, Aptopia and I was looking at your SDKs and the thing that, oh, this isn't exactly an SDK, but the thing that stood out to me was uh, the Apple AR kit. So augmented reality for those who don't know. And is that something that you're actively leveraging? And, and if so, how are you doing it? Yes. So actively leveraging in the optical experience on our app. If you go to the more tab, you will find an optical section. And this is where you can order prescription optical glasses. Optical eyegla- eyeglasses. Eyeglasses, right? yeah. Okay. Prescription glasses or regular glasses. And in order to order something online, you need to make sure that the glasses fit your face, your eyes. So it's millimeter level precision where you can see a particular glass on your face. And it also measures the pupillary distance between your eyes. Oh, wow. You can buy the glass and have it shipped to your home. In the past, we've also dabbled into, you know, furnitures and things like that to see whether this furniture will fit in my living room. Yeah, I've seen IKEA do that. The the scale scaling of that program is tough because you need like points 
on every single part of that furniture and you know merchandise changes a lot speci- specifically when it comes to home right we'll figure it out in future on how to scale that but optical is live uh using using all that i i don't know if you have the percentage at the top of your head that like the amount of people who order sunglasses eyeglasses like how many of them do go through that ar process if they're ordering uh through the app i don't have the number at the top of my head at the highest level what i can say is a lot of people try it but fewer people buy it Mm. So the team is actually looking at the entire funnel as to what's going wrong in the funnel. And I personally suspect that it is because of uh, prescription upload. So most of the people who have prescription glasses have lost their prescription. It, Dude, uh, it's a it's a pain. I, I am one of these people. <laughs> I uh, When I want to go buy new contacts, they'll ask me for certain prescription information and I either forgot to upload it or I don't know where I placed the thing and then they got to call my people or I got to call my people. Yeah, I, I, I have that pain point. Yeah, and we are working on some solutions for that. So soon in a year or so, you should see something. Awesome. All right, last question before we get to our game. What is, as it pertains to the, to specifically to the mobile app, can you give us any indication of what you're thinking of next, whether it be a feature, a functionality, an improvement, some sort of update? Is there anything that you can like tease us with or, or something that you're thinking about or something that you think maybe the the industry is you know retail or wholesale clubs are are headed toward with, as it pertains to mobile so i will not tell you the feature but i will tell you how to think about this situation okay. so let's take you and i as customers we have a customer segment called happy host uh, these are people who are large families who host events for their friends and families once in a while okay but you and i and i could be called as a happy host i usually do an event with my friends and family once a quarter or so but I'm not happy with every week. So every week I am in something called as a task mode. I know what I want to buy and I know where to buy it. I just want it extremely convenient. Like within, you know, one minute, I want to be able to add 30 to 50 items in my cart and just check out. So that's called task mode. The second mode that I could be in is the happy host mode, or I could be in a hunting for a deal, wanting to buy a TV or a furniture that usually happens once a quarter, once in six months or so. So how can I, in this particular mode, I know what I want to buy, but I'm not sure if Sam's Club is the right place to buy. And the things that I'm looking for are deals, all the details about the product, how can I easily find it an engaging experience and so on and so forth. So uh, that's, we call that as discovery mode. The third mode is I don't know what I want to buy. If something catches my eye, I will buy it. It could be the $48,000 diamond ring that we have on our side. It could be the backyard spa that we have on our side. You never thought that Sam's Club would carry that. So the third mode is called inspiration mode. And then the fourth mode is entertainment mode, which is you're, you're consuming media, social media, and other things like that. So coming soon, in the next six months or so, hopefully, uh, you will see those three modes solved. So task mode, discovery mode, and inspiration mode. We haven't cracked the entertainment mode yet. Okay. But you will see, if you can recognize a customer that they are in that particular mode, you can personalize their experience. Okay. So you, if let's say you're, you're trying to buy a banana to fill your grocery pantry, if we recommend a TV to you, you're not going to buy it. Or if right. you're in the discovery mode and looking for a TV and we recommend a banana or a paper towel to you, you will not buy it. So if I know what mode you are in, right. I can personalize that journey for you. It's the same customer, but different mode. I, I feel like you can't tell me this, but where are you getting those inputs? Like, where do you get that data from? That is the experience that you're building. You will figure <laughs> out how, which mode you're in. That's the magic. <laughs> right. Okay. That's I mean I think I think if you can crack that code and you can deliver on that at a, at a at a high percentage that's that's pretty good. Sometimes I don't even know what mode I'm in personally, but 
That's you exciting. You will be blown with the way we have thought about it, but you will self-select into what mode you're in. Okay. Okay. Nice. We'll be on the lookout for that over here at Aptopia. All right. Are you ready to play our game? It's called Two Eps and a Lie. Uh, for those who haven't heard, it's it's a very simple game. I'm going to read three app names and their app store descriptions. Two of them are very real apps that you can search for in the app store right now. And one of them I've uh, I've made up. And so here we go. Here's app A. App A is called Fake Chat Conversation. It's not a real chatting app. It's a fake chat maker app used for creating jokes, memes, and stories. Using this app, you can create a funny fake chat that looks like a real chat. Then you can take a screenshot, send it to your friends. This is so much fun. Fake chats can be used to uh, create chat memes and jokes, talk with your imaginary friends, or just prank your real ones. All right. The next app is Oi. So O-Y, by the way. Oi is from the makers of Yo!, who were seeking a more personalized experience. Oi is short for oi vey, a Yiddish exclamation indicating dismay. Oi is a simple communication app. You have a list of friends. You tap to send them. Oi. Meet up or just hang your heads in misery together with a tap of a button. Oi. It's that simple. (laughs) And the last one is called Spooner. Spooner is a location-based social meeting app for cuddling. Find people near you who are up for a cuddle. Have a cuddle (laughs) with them. No pressure, though. Spooner provides a welcome break from hookup culture while still making it easy to connect with similar-minded people and establish a physical connection. Thanks for cuddling. So, Fivol, I ask you, what is the fake app here? Is it the fake chat conversation? Is it Oi from the makers of Yo? Uh, Or is it Spooner? So the fake chat looks real to me because I think AI can do that today with GPT-3 and all that. The last one, I feel like I heard an article somewhere about that. There's been many of weird articles about this, yeah. <laughs> Could be a fake article, but let's go with oil. That sounds too fake to me. <laughs> that, that is the winner. You are correct. Um, and and so, and so congratulations, by the way, because surprisingly, um, when I first came out with this game, I I thought it would be, kind of be like sort of easy, like like some of the NPR games they play where where the answers are easy. But apparently, I've been stumping people. You're you're in the minority of people who have actually gotten the fake app. So congrats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, it was awesome having you on. Uh, thanks for taking the time and, and explaining um, the Sam's Club app to us, how you're thinking about Scan and Go and, and what's coming next. I'm excited to see what that experience looks like. And uh, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll talk again another day. Thank you for your time, Adam. It was fun chatting with This is it, what? Lucini pouring from the sky, let's get rich, what? The Jiki Vons and Sugar Dons can't quit, what? Now pop the caucus in the Vega and get lit, what? 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 Introducing Phantom of the Dark Walk through my head with levitation from reefers Drenching defense and these seven show Bowen with Rugas Flash vines, Bella Fonte Digger Let's get forward this work as we confiscate your figures Casanova Brown, levitating G-